Welcome to the Break Podcast. We're your hosts, Josh. And Josh. And it's been a while. Yes. It it's has. been a long while. We apologize. Well, you know, life happens and such is life. Yeah. But, uh, but we're here which I'm say. sure all of you understand. But, um, Josh, what are you building? Uh, let's see. Um, Harry Potter, uh, Whomping Willow. Been working on that. Nice. I need to finish. Nice. What about you? Since since our last podcast, I have uh, built the Tie Fighter pilot helmet. So my Star Wars helmets from you know that series are complete until they release some new ones. And I built the Iron Man helmet, of course, which you also have that set. And then, um, but I guess currently building would be the ATDP. I think is what it's called um, from Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. That's the only set that I have that's open that I haven't really, like, that needs to be built. I had the Ultimate Collector Series X-Wing, and I was I was able to sell it for a profit. Oh, nice. Um, which, you know. money at the time, right? You can get it another time if you want. Uh, well, no, it was just, like, I put it on there for a price that was, I thought, fair, but I would have made money. Mm-hmm. And, uh you know, Legos are really hot right now. And it was just sitting there staring at me and I kind of paid a little bit more than I would have liked. So, um, I sold it and made a profit. I felt good about it, which just goes to, if you don't mind me asking, I made $150 profit. Wow. Wow. That's good. Good. So that just goes to show all of you that are listening that Lego, as long as they're sealed or not sealed, uh, hold their, you know, they hold their value and yeah, it's some, definitely a smart investment. Yeah. Well, I don't know if smart is the right word, but it is an investment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, you could hold on to them for quite a while like me and never open them. And then if you needed to or wanted to, you could sell. So. Exactly. Now, uh, there's been, you know, it's been, what, two weeks-ish? Yes, we've, we've missed technically two Mondays, so that we're recording this on kind of an off day where we don't really record normally on these days, but we wanted to get you guys a podcast up because again, life's been crazy, but I did see where Lego's rolling out a piano Hmm. set. And I saw where the Mandalorian brickheads are starting to ship, which is earlier than expected. I know people that's already gotten them from Amazon. So mine's kind of excited right now on Lego.com. It's interesting with Lego because they always like you want to buy from Lego, obviously, to get your points, which you and I both use the points. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's worthwhile for us. And it if you consistently buy from Lego, you you know, it's like you get gift certificates and uh, but Lego's always slow to ship versus some of these other retailers. Yeah. Like I purchased uh, the um, Pirates Barracuda Bay because it was available and then within 10 minutes i got an email saying it's out of stock you're not going to get it for a long time so. yeah that one's that one's ever since it released like the initial release it's been kind of hard to come by and then you know i was looking for that that was one of the sets i was going to purchase when we went back to the lego store when they reopened from their extended closure and they didn't even have them in stock yeah. like 
they never even got shipments of them in at the Lego stores. So yep. such is life. But yeah, it was uh, that. That's a cool set. I'm I'm starting to run out of room. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I have 16, 15 sets and no place to put them except my office, like you say. Well, and you could put some shelves up and I mean, Lego, that's the nice thing about Lego is they can be really awesome display pieces, especially uh, in your office, which guys, you've probably seen some of the photos on Instagram, but Josh's office has got like a very awesome, like minimalist, but nineties theme, uh, lots like a cool Ninja Turtle cabinet arcade game, you know, nineties posters and stuff. So I really feel like Lego would really accompany your office really well, yeah. in my opinion. I need to finish Slave 1 that's been sitting in my office for three years. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't finished that one yet. Yeah. You, that's like one of the first ones you bought not too long ago, right? Like when you went on a shopping spree. So. Yeah, I uh, I got it. It was another uh, eBay purchase because, again, that one's retired. And mm-hmm. I built it pretty quick. It was a fun build. Um, it's challenging. I wouldn't say it's as challenging as some of the newer UCS sets, but it is still very challenging and a lot of fun. And that one actually has playability where a lot of the UCS sets don't really have a whole lot of playability. I mean, I guess technically you could, but like, you know, they're made to be on a stand. Whereas that one, like it's got working parts where you can like put in Han Solo, it's little carbonite casing and uh, like it was one that was designed to actually have a little bit of playability. But that was one of the earlier UCS sets. So, yes, yeah. I, I do have some some interesting Lego news that I ran across. So, Uh-oh. of course, we all know Lego Ideas, and Lego Ideas is really awesome. We love Lego Ideas, and we talked about some of the new Lego Ideas coming out. You know, Home Alone, etc. On one of the previous episodes, but somebody designed a Lego. Uh, Boeing Osprey, which if you don't know what an Osprey is or Osprey, however you say it, it is a dual prop airplane. So like the props actually go up like helicopters and it takes off. Um, It's commonly used by the United States Marine Corps. It's one of their vehicles. But somebody designed one on Lego Ideas that was a rescue Osprey and it had the coloration and everything. And it got approved through Lego Ideas, and then uh, Lego decided to retract that to stick with their, you know, whole mindset on no military vehicles. Which I understand because that's like Lego's mo. They've done it ever since they started near World War II. They never wanted to make military vehicles. Obviously, there's fictional military vehicles, but that's not the same. But uh, they pulled back on that, which I was kind of shocked because it was a rescue edition. It was different colors. It wasn't militaristic at all. And Lego still yanked it back because it's common with the Marines. Uh, Which I thought that was a little bit interesting. Would you have bought it? Um, I don't know if I necessarily would have purchased it. uh, Just because I'm not huge on those kind of sets. But I would have supported it. I think that it would have been really cool, and I wish Lego would do more creator expert, uh, you know, like sets like that of actual vehicles, like the Harley Davidson motorcycle they came out with, the Mustang, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all really awesome sets, and I think they're really great, especially because I'm a proponent of 
showing adults that Lego can be a really fun hobby, which you and I both have discussed that. Hmm. And a lot of people, you know, you even went and purchased sets for some friends of yours to help them kind of get into Lego to show them that, hey, it's not just a toy for kids. It can be a really awesome therapeutic hobby, but also really fun display, looks great on a desk. But, uh, you know, those kind of sets like Creator Expert, the Mustang, the Harley, that airplane would have been. Those are really great entry level sets for adults, especially like adult males, uh, you know, who are thinking about getting into Lego and they're unsure. But then they see a set like that and they realize like, oh, that's that's like really detailed. That's not just a toy. That's like a model. And they purchase those and it's a great entryway. And I just hate it when something like that gets in the way. Like it clearly was designed to not be military and they still, and I I respect them sticking with their, you know, brand. That's, that's their MO that that's the way it's always been, but somewhere you got to draw the line on what's what. And that clearly wasn't military. It didn't have like soldiers or machine guns or anything like that. It was, you know, purely a search and rescue type vehicle. So interesting. Exactly. Um, one thing we have not discussed, like some Lego news, um, continue with that, is the art and the brick sketches and all that stuff. What do you think of all those? Oh, yeah. I love those. I think those are great. Um, I think that it's it's something that they did really smart. So, you know, with the Star Wars ones specifically, you have to get all three of the smaller ones to build the big Darth Vader. So they were mm-hmm. smart with that because you can... You know, if you really want to have all of them, you have to buy them twice. You have to buy the three to make the big Darth Vader, and then you got to buy the three to have the three. Yeah. If you want to have them all displayed, which again, those would look really awesome in your office. <laughs> yeah, I think I would probably but, go Beatles before I'd go the Sith. So that's fair. But but see that go with my office. So. That's always a like something that I've always kind of wanted to do to build on my own because um, I know we've mentioned it before, but like both Josh and I work in multimedia. I'm a graphic designer, Josh, the videographer. And when you blow up an image that's low resolution, it starts to pixelate. And I've always wanted to go and build something with Lego that replaces those pixelated bricks to create an image. And essentially that's what Lego is doing here. They've turned that into a set, which I think they'll sell well. you know, for collectors, I don't think obviously the playability is not there. Nobody's going to buy those and expect to play with them. Just kind of, kind of like the uh, Lego Star Wars helmets they just came out with, or the Iron Man one. I actually like back in college, uh, like it's a crazy name, but Rasterbader.net. I think. Do you remember that? Where you can take a no. picture and it pixelates it and kind of makes it like what these look like. So. You probably could use that site to make your own. Yeah, if it's R- still up. R-A-S-T-E-R-B-A-T-O-R dot net. I, I had a picture of my girlfriend at the time, now my wife. And you like, so it prints it out in like, uh, like eight and a half by 11 pieces of paper. And then you can put them together to make a huge mm. piece of art. So it's pretty well, that's cool. cool. Yeah. And I just looked, and it's still available. You just upload your file, and it makes it into an image. So you could probably do that with Lego. Anyway, I don't Very nice. <laughs> you don't care. Well, and the nice thing is because Lego is 
you know, squares, essentially, you could, it makes it easy. You know, it's just a matter of replacing the squares with other squares. Do you like the little sketches? I mean, they're not art, but like the Batman and Joker and Stormtrooper. No, No, I'm not a huge fan of those just because they're kind of small. Uh, yeah. For that, like it should have been probably bigger if you wanted to really uh, like that's like, honestly, in my opinion, that's like one of those things they came out with it. It's like the precursor to these new things they released. Yeah. And it's like, hey, let's rush these out. So hopefully people will buy them. Yeah. And they're like, and then somebody else is like, no, that's a bad idea, but we already put money in it. So let's go ahead and run those and make something better to follow it. Yeah. I mean, I that's the way it seems to the, me. The Batman one only has 115 pieces. So. Yeah, they're but, tiny. But it's but it's 19.99. So, I mean, I guess that's about right. I would have really uh Yeah, and I I mean 19.99 is fair. But I would have really loved to see them do like listen, I love Star Wars. Obviously, I have so many Ultimate Collector Series sets. Huge Star Wars fan over here. But they have so many licenses. Like I would have loved to have seen a really cool like very dramatic Batman Lego portrait or whatever you want to call it. Mhm. Like instead of the three Star Wars that turn into the big Vader, like like make a really awesome Batman one. That could have been really cool. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Like Lego, like I don't know if it's just because Star Wars makes a lot of money, but man, they put a lot of time and money into Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, they're probably making a lot of money. So. That's true. And I mean they're you know, they see the financial numbers, but I just, I'd like to see Batman get a little bit of love. Even Marvel. Like, Marvel doesn't even get a whole lot of love compared to Star Wars. Yeah. But there's a lot of those uh, poly bags for both. And then there's a lot, for example, like uh, if you follow us on Instagram, I posted a little quick picture from a yard sale haul that I got. And it's probably $1,000 worth of Lego. And I paid fifty dollars for it. So, but yeah, that was an awesome find. Yeah, they they had a hundred on it, and I was like, I mean, I was almost willing to pay that, but like they're like, how much do you want to pay? I was like, it's up to you guys. And they're my neighbor, and I had my son with me, so oops. But <laughs> strategic. They're like, yeah, they're like, we'll take fifty. And um, I was looking through the minifigs, and there is the Red Hulk. That goes for nice. anywhere from twenty to forty dollars on its own, and then there's She-Hulk in there. There's some Iron Man, uh, Superman, some Star Wars, um, Ninjago, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, that was epic. Yeah, I got some of the booklets. There's no boxes, but I got booklets, and so if I really wanted to devote some time, I could go through and individually get all the pieces and have the Avengers. Let's see some of the better sets that they have the avengers tower that one's um, a great one yeah and then they have the lego batman um bat cave the movie lego batman movie, yeah bat cave and uh tons of stuff it was crazy tons well of you know marvel so. that's an awesome find and that just goes to show you guys that if you're smart and you know gary vaynerchuk for those of you who aren't familiar with gary vaynerchuk i'm not sure how you're not familiar with him but he does that he goes to yard sales and finds things that he can resell for a lot but lego is something you can commonly find at yard sales that people like parents don't care they just want to get rid of them um 
on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, I have a partner channel that we stream together, and she was telling me that her kids were huge into Lego, and they had a giant tote full of Lego, and they got rid of it for like next to nothing. So most people get rid of them, and if you're looking for just bricks to, you know, build some MOCs or um, go on to Rebrickable and find uh, instructions, which like, you know, or go to Lego. Lego has all of their instruction books online. And so if there's a set that you want to build and you have a bunch of bricks, you can go through it or go through Lego, find that one, and then look in the bricks in the back. In the back of the book, it, it tells you exactly how many bricks of what exact brick you know needs mm-hmm. for that set. And you can go through and, and start counting them out. Um, also on Rebrickable... I think it's rebrickable. Yeah, you can log your sets. So like all my sets that I own, I have on rebrickable and it tells you how much the how much value you have in your Lego sets if you're a collector. So like I log every single one. It it tells me exactly what pieces I have. So like if there's a set that I want to build and I'm like I'm not sure if I have those pieces, it'll tell me like, "Hey, you do have these pieces, but they're in other sets or you have these pieces available extra." Um, it's really useful and it's nice to see what the value of your collection is because they're basing it off of Bricklink prices. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's super nice. I like having Rebrickable and I've built a couple MOCs off Rebrickable because Rebrickable has like, you know, everyday builder instructions that people have made, not necessarily Lego, but like my stand for my Millennium Falcon was an MOC off Rebrickable. Um, I built a little miniature Slave 1 off of Rebrickable. Uh, But yeah, it's great. But, you know, Josh, when he first got that, we were talking about maybe doing a live stream of like going through and separating those bricks and just (laughs) maybe doing like an an open Q&A with it. Um, Let us know. Let us know if that's something that you'd like to do. Like my kid. So it's a huge tote. Like, I don't know how many gallon tote it is or whatever, but like my kid was next to it and it was like, I mean, I could probably fit two of my sons inside of it, you know, like two of him. That's huge. And it's a lot of pieces. So. It's awesome though. Yeah. You need to but. at least see it and look through it and see what you can help me find. No telling what I've overlooked. So. Anyway. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's quite a bit. So, Even if you uh, go through and sort them through color, and then put them in smaller boxes inside that bigger tote. Yeah, I need to do something. I tried to find all the minifigs, but I mean, it's I didn't. There's not enough room in my living room to do that. So, but yeah, some people uh, really uh, they make a whole business, you know, going and buying Lego like that and reselling it. Yeah, I saw someone on um, Facebook Marketplace trying to sell like a 17 gallon tote of lego pieces and uh i think they were asking like 200 300 or something that's still pretty fair considering yeah okay one on the we'll end the podcast with this but uh the biggest news that has happened in my opinion since we've last done a podcast is what am i gonna say josh i don't know come on what 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 have they announced since the last time that we have had a podcast a piano? No, that's the last time we had a podcast. NES. 
Lego. Oh, duh. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, and you're, that'll be a day one purchase for you. Yep, and it makes me sad you have no desire for it, but it's still an amazing set, even if you're not a Nintendo collector or player or whatever. I mean, just the I mean, mechanics. It's cool. TV and the like Mario, you can have them jump in and stuff. I mean, come on. Yeah. And putting a, a little game cartridge in. I think it's super cool, and it's one that I would own. It's just, like right now, my space for what I have on display is limited, and if I was to build it, it would go to your office, but you're already building it. Yeah, no, I understand. That's why I didn't get the Jurassic Park gate, because you already have it, and it's like, if yeah. I build it, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> and plus, like, they're already, um, people are guessing the price will be anywhere from like 229 to 299 so it's not going to be cheap. So. No, but I think it's well worth it. It's very detailed. If you look at it, it's like you get the weird Mario from the new Mario set with it. And then you get like the 2D. Uh, it's essentially like three different sets in one, in my opinion. Um, but I think just the core and the movement in the TV is going to be really awesome. That's going to be the highlight. Yeah. I mean, I love the TV alone. Like I'd probably buy if they made that set, just the TV with no nintendo and i still would want it because of the retro look yeah and stuff so but well and for those of you that don't know josh obviously he builds lego but he also collects old video games and video game consoles so it's literally right up his alley yeah and it's, it's funny because we did a podcast not that long ago and we were talking about the mario sets and how we wish they would have done something more 2d versus you know what they did and here yeah. we go it's like they listened to our podcast or something. Right? Yeah, maybe they did. Yeah, they, and they designed it in that fast of time. They were just like, oh, we got to put all our team <laughs> on this. You know, we got to get it announced ASAP. It, it really is smart because it's going to play off that nostalgia card, which, you know, it's just like the Home Alone set they're going to roll out with. You're going to have all these people, these adults, you know, from the 80s and 90s purchasing this set because of what it is. And, you know, it'll probably be more adults to buy it than children. Yep. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with Universal opening, what, Nintendo Land or whatever they're yeah. calling it. And then, so, I mean, it's a lot going on. So. Yeah. Nintendo still has a lot of, a lot of strong followers. You know, as a kid, I, I love Nintendo. I have a Nintendo Switch. I still play Mario Kart and all those things, but um, it's, it's crazy how loyal the Nintendo following is. Yeah. I think it's because it's so honest and pure. Yeah. Did you, um, so I bought like every system except GameCube and Wii U. But other than that, did you get into GameCube? Uh, Yeah. I I didn't own a GameCube. I had a friend that had a GameCube and uh, we played it a lot. Super Mario Sunshine, uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Yeah, we we played GameCube. I had, let's see, I had an NES, a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo 64, uh, pretty much all the Game Boys, the little yeah. link cables. And you remember the worm lights? Yep. Before there were light-up screens? Yeah, I had one of those. <laughs> yep. Still have it, actually, for my Game Boy Color. So. Yeah, I had the Pikachu Game Boy Color. Nice. You still have it? Uh, No, I don't. Shame on you. Shame on you. But anyway, it's good times. <laughs> you disappeared. Uh, Where'd you go? Not here. All right. 
Very nice. I've never played um, Mario Sunshine. It looks like a really fun game. It was fun. Uh, I'm I'm surprised it wouldn't. Well, I was gonna say I'm surprised I haven't remade it, but it wouldn't surprise me if they remade it. Yeah. I remember on my Super Nintendo, I had a game that was I don't remember exactly what it was. It was a Super Mario game, and it had like every Super Mario to date in this one game. It was a cartridge game, of course, because it was Super Nintendo. And I remember when I went to sell it. I was a kid, you know, like, and I was trading to get the latest and greatest, like so many kids do. You don't care what it is. And the guy, it was a game trader, which is still there in Rivergate, Josh. And Rivergate's a little town area near us. And I took it in there, and that guy couldn't have been more excited to buy it. And I remember I got, like, way higher for that game than any other. And it must have been like maybe rare or something. I, I was, obviously as a kid, so it didn't make any difference to me. I was just like, "Oh, sweet, my game got more money than I thought." Yeah. Anytime but, I sold, uh, I've always gotten less than I wanted. I had—I don't know if you know Earthbound, but I had the box and the manual and the scratch and sniff stickers and everything, and I did not get as much as I wanted. Oh, dude, this and, was before I even knew like. Yeah. Like, dude, I was probably trying to trade to get, like, a Pokemon game. I could care less what it was. I would have sold them, like, a finger and the shoes off my feet. Nice. (laughs) But I I know what you mean. But when I was, the point I was getting at is it wouldn't surprise me with the powerful, the power of these new consoles. Um, I think the Switch could probably handle it. I'm surprised they haven't gone through and released, like, an anniversary Mario with like multiple like Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine and all these different games in one. I think that would yeah. be like a lot of people would purchase that or maybe they take Super Mario Sunshine and remaster it or uh Super Mario 64 and remaster it. Or yeah. how about they just come out with the Nintendo 64 little miniature console like they did with the other two? Yeah, well, that'd be nice. With Star Fox and all that. But anyways. Well, (laughs) sorry, it's been a few weeks, guys. I know that some of you have really missed the podcast, um, which means the world to us, of course, because uh, we certainly appreciate you listening to it. But as always, keep creating, keep building. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. And let us know if you want to see some live streams and some things like that, because if you want to, we'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, have a great week. See you guys. See you. Bye.